like the part where real kids like us talk, and it's coming on, so be quiet. And now, word Moss Kids. Typing up a story on the computer. Name. We just finished the very first sentence. <laughs> My family, written and illustrated by Catherine Dorr. I'm Catherine Dorr, and this is my family. My mom, dad, me, and Fluffy, my cat. Now I've told you about my family in the present, I'd like to tell you what my family will be like in the future. I'd like to live in a cozy little apartment in New York City with my daughter, son, and husband. I will be a famous author. Catherine, I wanted to start off by asking, so I know that this is going to be you know, drawing back a, uh, farther into time. Um, but before we talk about A Word From Us Kids, yeah. had you heard of Arthur before your appearance on the show? Because you were you were, in, you were in season one of the Arthur cartoon. So before that, all there was were the books. So I'm curious yeah. if you were familiar with Arthur before you were on the show. Uh, we were very familiar with Arthur, actually. I think that our teacher had kind of been, like, planting the seeds for us because she knew what was happening. But it was – Arthur books were very popular even before the show came out. Um, we were reading them all the time in our uh, first and second grade classes, and then we kept reading them even as the, the show was on. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they were very popular even before the show. So, Did you have a favorite one? I don't know if I really did have a favorite one. But I'm the... not sure. I mean, I have a favorite one now, obviously. Oh, what's but... your favorite one now? <laughs> well, obviously, my favorite book now is Arthur Writes a Story. <laughs> right. Because uh, that actually, it actually hadn't been released yet. Oh. It released after my episode aired. It had been written already, but it wasn't released until after my episode aired. So, yeah. That must have that must have felt special to be able to to have that release come so quickly to when to when your episode aired. Yeah, it came out. I th- hmm. I can't give an exact date, but it did come out after my episode had aired. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, did that come? But it turns out the book, Mark Brown had already written that book before the episode came out. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so there's one thing I wanted to ask about something that you said. So you said that your teacher kind of knew that this might be happening before you were on the show. So was your appearance done through your your classroom at the time? Yes. Um, my second grade teacher had a friend who worked at WGBH, mm-hmm. which is the PBS in Boston, where they were producing the shows. So she, I guess they were they were scouting for kids um, in the Boston and Worcester areas. And my teacher just happened to know somebody. So that's how they got the connection and filmed with my particular class. And we're just outside of Worcester, Massachusetts. So. Okay. See, this yeah. is, see, this is something that I, we we were always my my co-host and I Lucas were always curious about this from the very start of like what yeah. exactly was the process and how they found the kids to be on the show because a lot of times as is your case uh, it was a classroom full of kids so there yeah. was like a scouting involved and you were in the area so that makes that makes a lot of sense yeah and we were split into three separate episodes oh okay so my class is Arthur writes a story was our first was the first one that aired mm-hmm. and then my dad the garbage man. Okay. And my club rules were also my class. Oh, okay. Um, but is, is this the one that this you're you're prominently featured in the Arthur writes a story one? But you were would you would you say you were like in the background of the other two? I was not included in the other two. Um, I see. 
when we had our filming day, uh, my dad, the garbage man and my club rules filmed in our classroom. Okay. And the kids, you can see actually some of the kids from, there is an actual overlap. There are two kids that are in both of those episodes, Mm -hmm. but, um, they were all in the classroom. We were down in the library area of the school. Mm -hmm. So we didn't see any of the other stuff happening. Like our episode was filmed in a separate area on the same day. That's right. Okay. All right. This is really cool. Like I've never been able to, I mean, I mean, seriously, this is, this is answering questions that I've had for a long time. So, um, your episode aired October 22nd, uh, 1996. Um, were, were you guys second grade, third grade? Like I'm guessing it was around what Arthur's Uh, age would have been in the show. Yeah, it was filmed when we were in second grade. Okay. So I was eight, and by the time it had aired, I was in third grade and had turned nine. Mm. Okay. So, yeah, I was around the same age as Arthur at the time, so. So, for those who haven't seen it, your your segment involves you guys are creating a story, and you talk about the different parts of making a story, and then eventually you, as I said, you're featured quite prominently because it's your story yeah. at the end. Um, I've talked about this before, before on the show. Um, when I was, when I was young, I guess when we were about the same age and I was watching Arthur, like mm. I was so obsessive about it that I could, there was a time where I could literally repeat s- several, like dozens of episodes word for word because of how much I watched them. So going yeah. back to this and I was, you know, watching your segment in preparation for this mm. and I was like, it's weird. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. This is a little weird, but I was like, "Yeah, right." Catherine, and then her yeah. father, Randolph, and mother, Charlene. I'm like, I yeah. just remember those names just from rote memorization, and I remembered the <laughs> tone of voice in which you said, "Like, this is my father, Randolph Dorn." And I'm like, yeah. "Ooh, wow! I'm actually gonna get to talk to her." So yeah, and... in in uh, in 1995, they really didn't know much about privacy. <laughs> um, if in case you noticed, as the Past the like, the pilot season, no one used any kids' last names, but mm. for some reason, my full name is <laughs> out there, and I get unsolicited Facebook messages from people all the time that are like, "Hey, I was watching an old episode of Arthur," and I'm like, "Yep, that's me." Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, I, I'm so, I'm so glad that you agreed to talk. To, you agreed to talk to me. I didn't even realize that, like, because yeah. yeah, you're right. That's a really good point. Of there are those older Arthur episodes where kids are just saying their names willy-nilly and i remember some of them right off the top of my head but i would never think to like just it just just anonymous yeah. dm them or something and just be like hey were you on arthur it's just like yeah yeah so i hope everybody has at least been respectful <laughs> yeah everyone has um okay. everyone always asks like the same questions like hey what are you up to are you still writing things mm, like that so. right yeah. Yes. Um, okay, so I'd like to know if you have any memories that stand out from the day that you would have taped that. Uh-huh. Or, or I guess I, sh- I guess I should ask. Um, you know, we we've seen what the final product is. Like, yeah. I guess how 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 long of a ta- of a taping was it for a segment that's about two minutes long, roughly? Um, I think it was the chunk of a day. Okay. Um. I'm trying to remember exactly what we did because I mean this was like 27 years ago, so <laughs> <Of course. laughs> um, yeah, we went um, out to the library because um, our school had just built a publishing center in the library, mm-hmm. so we could take our stories there and like the adults would type them up and like bind them together and make a, a book out of it, and it was like a big deal. Nice. So we were in that area of the library, and like at one point they had us sitting there 
writing stuff and illustrating mm -hmm. and talking about how to make a story. Then we went to the computers and typed the story. <laughs> That was Which something we, that, I'm sorry to interrupt you. That was something you mentioned in your Twitter DM of like yeah. the old school Macs, like the kinds that yeah. are that our elementary schools used to have. That was a real blast from the past. The kind that had the special program to teach you how to use a mouse because <laughs> we had never used a computer with a mouse before. Right. Um, the computer I had at home at the time still ran on DOS. So, mm, OK, <laughs> with the five and a half floppies, oh, um, floppies. Yep. Oh my lord. And uh yeah, we were typing up I guess we were typing my story up, which it was like a hypothetical thing. We weren't actually doing it, but and then we all sat I think that the kids in my episode were picked because we had all had stuff already made by the publishing center. Right. So we all had our own stories and we all sat around and we all read our own stories and they filmed each of us reading. Mm -hmm. And we didn't realize at the time that Mine was the one that was going to be featured, but um, I think at the end they, I don't know if they took all of our books or if they only just took mine because they had determined that they were going to use mine. Right. But, and then I ended up getting it back like maybe three or four months later because they actually took it to um, PBS headquarters and filmed the, the stuff with it. Oh, And a sure. lot of kids... A lot of kids, their stuff that they made for the show, like, was never given back to them and was, like, cut up and used and stuff. Oh. But they knew that this had sentimental value to me, so they, like, kept it intact and sent it back to me. So, okay. and I do still have it. Oh, that's cool. I'm glad, I'm glad they yeah. at least let you keep it. Um, yeah. It was, I guess, uh, the only, uh, something else I'm curious about, just about filming, you said it was kind of a long day. Like, when you're, when you're a kid and you know, you're not necessarily like seeding into acting or something like, did it feel like a long day or did you, did you, do you remember having fun? I think I remember having fun. I mean, it was so long ago. Yeah. I don't right. know, but, but it's not like a bad memory. Like you around... weren't like sweating under studio lights or anything like that for like hours on end. Oh no, no, no. Okay. We sat around and read stories. Nice. Okay. That's not, so... not a bad way to, was this on a school day? Yeah, it was during a school day. Nice. So. Okay. Yeah. Nice. That ain't so bad. So your episode <laughs> airs in late October of 1996. Um, so you've mentioned before, obviously, that people in the years following have, you know, kind of tracked you down. But um, what was it like immediately after? Like um, when when you like watched the episode live and then kind of afterwards, if, if you remember anything like that? Hmm. I don't know. I think it wasn't as big a deal when I was a little kid. Mm. Like I watched it and I was like, Oh, this is really cool. And then as I grew up and stuff and I was like, wow, this is as the show progressed, I think I was like, wow, I was in on the ground floor of something <laughs> like this. And then I'm in a store and I see a VHS of my episode on the shelves. Right. Like, and I'm like, Oh wow. This is kind of a big deal. That kind of leads into one thing I wanted to ask you about, which is your relationship with the show after it became, you know, all caps Arthur, like the cartoon that everybody knows. So being a part of the sh being a part of the show, that's a really interesting thing for you to point out. Like I never considered before, like what a trip that must be. Yeah, it's it really is wild, like. When I heard the show was ending and I looked back on it and I'm like, wow, I really did grow up with this show. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was his age when it started and now 
I'm an adult <laughs> on paper at least. Yes. And <laughs> and like the fact that the show has had such an impact on people. And I'm like, I was in on the ground floor of that. And it's really cool to have that feeling. And now I tell people that and they're like, wait, you were on Arthur? And I'm like, yeah, just just look it up. You'll find it. I'll explain the hair. It was it was 1995. I wasn't gonna. I would. De- I definitely wasn't yeah. gonna hold that against you. I mean, actually, it looked it looked yeah. quite better than my hair when I was when I was that age. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so I mean, hey, it's all a product of its time, yeah. from the Mac to the hair to everything. Um, yep. <laughs> but yeah, you. That's. I'm. I'm so glad that you have a positive memory of that because it's something that as I've done this podcast, I started it in 2016, and I was also when Arthur first premiered, I was. I think I was like six, so I was a little bit younger than mm-hmm. Arthur, but I was around, you and I, I think, are of similar ages, so now going yeah. through, now we're on season 14, which aired in 2010, and we're still getting people that are like, oh, this is like one of my first seasons where I watched this when I was a kid, and I was like, I was 20 by the time this aired, <laughs> like, so I, I'm really glad that you look back on it fondly, Um what did you did you have any feelings about when it was announced that it was ending that it had its final episodes? Because so many people came out of the woodwork who watched Arthur when they were young young kids like us, or you know they're younger than us, but they still watched Arthur when they were kids, and they were really uh, upset about it. They were really sad about it. Um, how did how did you feel about it, if anything? Well, it was kind of like a bittersweet thing, like like oh it's ending, but also like I like that they put an ending on it. Mm. That they bookended it, that they they decided on an ending, and they didn't just kind of let it peter out, or things like that. And I think that it's weird ending it now, of all times, but we can also always just go back. And the show has grown and developed so much. I mean, when you look at the representation and the new characters that they've brought in and the stories that they've told. I mean, when we go to the new, the first season, it's about like getting glasses or getting a puppy. Mm. And then in later episodes, it's like dealing with someone who's autistic Yeah. or how to make your house accessible for your blind friend and, and things like that. And even seeing the show kind of meld with my own identity because I didn't realize that I was autistic until I was 22. Mm. But I look, look back at myself on that show, and I have a very specific stim that I do that's hand-wringing. Oh, okay. And you can see me doing it in the episode, and I'm like, oh, Because <laughs> <laughs> in 1995, that wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. The signs, were, the signs so, were always there. The signs were always there, but... Yeah, it was really interesting looking at that and saying, you know, like wow, the show has really evolved kind of with me and with my identity almost. That's a really cool way to look at it. So, yeah, yeah Catherine, um, whatever you would be willing to share, as, I, as I, I guess many people have asked you when they've, you know, snuck into <laughs> your DMs or whatever, it's a lot of time to cover. So, you know, you don't, I mean, feel free to go into as much detail or as little detail as you want to, but what has your life been like since then? Who is... Catherine Dorr, if if I may ask. <laughs> well, I'm not going to be that for very long. So, um, <laughs> well, uh, let's see. Well, since then, um, I graduated from high school with most of the kids I was in those episodes with. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, we were a very small class, and I'm still in touch with most of them. Mm-hmm. Not Plumber Kid, though. Sorry. <laughs> I have no idea where Plumber Kid is. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I went through high school with most of them. I'm still in touch with most of them. I have uh, an undergrad degree in speech and language disorders. I have a master's in public health. Um, I'm currently a disability advocate. Uh, I do not have uh, a published book right now, <laughs> unfortunately. Right. Yes. Um, <laughs> I might. I might make that make a difference in the future. I might actually get back into like writing. Writing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have done some writing. I did. Uh, I wrote for a hockey blog for a while. Oh, nice. And yeah, I'm a big Bruins fan. Right. Um, right on. Repping the hometown team. Well, and uh, my second favorite team is Pittsburgh. So, Sydney Crosby's from over here. I'm from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Exactly. So, yes, so you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Well, Brad Marchand is too. That's so. yes. See, you're you're <laughs> yep. you, you know what? I guarantee you know more about hockey than I do. Cole Harbor versus Hammonds Plains. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot about hockey. You might know more about Nova Scotia than me. <laughs> Well, I know that Boston gets their Christmas tree from you guys every year. That's right, they do. It's a it's a long standing tradition. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I... but um, yeah, and then do not have the daughter, son, and husband that I said I would have in the next in the the show. Mm. I have a fiance and a cat. That's pretty good. I th- I think typical I, I... in typical millennial form. <laughs> Well, it's like I it's like I have a wife but no cat. So it's like I think yeah. I think you're doing I think you're doing pretty good right now. Yeah. What's your cat's name? Yeah, and I'm I'm uh, her name's Francie. Nice. She's a tabby. She lives with um with my fiance, but she tends to like me more. So. <laughs> but yeah, and I'm planning on uh getting married next November. So. Ooh, good time of year. Yeah. Good time of year for it. That's going to I think that was when I when my wife and I got married, we kind of did so outside of the typical wedding season, and it actually really yeah. paid off for us. So, best of luck. Well, we're Halloween people. Ooh, it's, is it going to be? So we want to get married around Halloween. Oh, it's going to be a Halloween wedding. I love Halloween weddings. That's so cool. <laughs> we spend a lot of time in Salem. So. Oh man. <laughs> well, uh, advantage of having Salem right here. So. Man, ah, uh, I'm so I'm now now I'm double excited for you. Congratulations <laughs> on your engagement Thank and you. your upcoming wedding. And uh, I hope it's as spooky as you guys want it to be in all the in all the good ways, like in all the good ways. Yes, yes. And we'll be wearing hockey jerseys, too. So. Oh, this sounds awesome. <laughs> I'm so glad I got to talk to you. Um, yeah. I did want to just ask very quickly, is mm-hmm. is there anywhere that, you know, I found you through Twitter and you do have a Twitter. But is there anywhere that people listening to this might be able to find you that you're comfortable sharing? Um, I think I'm comfortable sharing my Twitter handle. That's fine. That's at Big Bad Braid. It's mostly just me yelling about hockey. <laughs> hey, mine's mine's me mostly yelling about professional wrestling. So like, I totally, yeah. I totally get it. Yeah, my fiance is big on that. So, oh, man, I'm, I'm liking you. I'm learning a little tangentially from him. <laughs> I'm liking you guys more and more. And the last thing I wanted to ask is, since this is an Arthur podcast, um, yes. first of all, favorite Arthur character, if you have one. Hmm. I don't know if I necessarily have one. I think I was a big Francine kid for when I was younger. Hmm. 
That's and then also brain too. Okay, Francine in the brain. Very very strong, yeah. very strong choices. And Francine, of course, a yeah. hockey player, so that it only makes sense. Yes, she is. <laughs> and I mean, other than your episode, are there any other Arthur episodes that you can remember being ones that you really liked, or even your favorites? I necessarily do. Um, There's so many of them, so like, yeah, there are. A ton. I, I don't blame you. Um, well, specifically the episode that, that featured um, that introduced Carl, mm. the autistic mm-hmm. character. Yeah. Um, I don't like saying the name of the episode, but oh, oh, right. So yeah, that is... because the the name of the episode actually isn't um, very good. You're right. <laughs> there is an alternate name, and this is the one that we. We kind of we actually yeah. covered it recently when Carl met George. So yeah, the, I like that name a little bit. Better. I do too, and I we yeah. I don't think we really talked about it in the episode, but like yeah, geez, um, not crazy about that one either myself. <laughs> yeah. So very good point. Yeah, Catherine, uh, it's been really great talking to you. I mean, it's so yes. cool to be able to put together this picture of Arthur fans. <laughs> I mean, that's we love featuring not just Arthur fans but people who have been a part of the show and I'm really glad that it's that it's positive memories for you so thank you thank you very much for uh, for yeah. speaking with me and I hope that uh, if anybody wants to follow you on Twitter that uh, most of their answers uh, most of their questions <laughs> will have been given answers here but uh, yeah I'm really I'm really glad I got to talk to you yeah likewise hey it's Jason Schwimmer and I'm from the finding BW podcast. You can support this podcast by following on Facebook, there at Elwood City Limits, Twitter at ECL Podcast, Tumblr, Elwood City Limits, IG, as the kids say, Elwood City Limits. If you want to send them an email, drop them a line at elwoodcitylimits at gmail.com. This podcast, the one you're listening to now, is available on iTunes, on Spotify, YouTube.com slash Elwood City Limits and on your favorite podcast platforms and if you want that extra sweet sweet content check out the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Elwood City Limits how'd I do? and now a word from me Holly Holly in Canadian Oklahoma okay Arthur enters a contest in the story that I wrote Okay, this is confusing. And my story that I wrote for the contest was that Arthur enters a contest. That is it. So, um, Holly, I wanted to start off with I'm um, first first of all, thank you again for doing this. It's so cool that I'm getting to meet you and I'll explain why as we kinda uh keep talking here. But the first thing that I wanted to ask you about was so before you were on the show by that point, you know, you were on in season four. So the Arthur TV show had been on for a little bit. Were you a fan of either the show or the books? Or were you familiar with Arthur very much at all? So I was familiar with Arthur to an extent, as in I did watch the show. Um, I didn't follow it probably per se, like re- religiously, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I did watch it. Um, I was a, a fan, you could say. Um, but the whole reason that this even came about was because my mom was an avid TV guide reader. Ah. Um, and so that's what kind of hooked her. And she saw, you know, the contest is what it was called mm-hmm. um, in TV guide and had told me about it and said, you know, do you know what Arthur is? And I said, well, yeah, I mean, we watch it every, you know, so often, but it wasn't on our TV all the time. We only had one TV in our house. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I was eight at the time when this um, contest came out. So, um, yeah, I was I was a fan, but not I didn't watch it all the time. Gotcha. Okay, so you mentioned the contest. So I think that that was a big thing that Lucas and I kind of had to fill in a little bit because, of course, um, Lucas and I both are from Canada. So I think that, you know, I was watching Arthur at the time as it was airing. And so when this came out and it was based around a contest and at the end of the episode, it's called The Contest, it aired in 1999, and it turns out that there were like submissions from people that were story ideas and I was... You know, I was a little offended of, like, they didn't ask me. I'm the world's biggest Arthur fan, right? But there were these mysterious kids who got to, like, submit these story ideas. So let's talk about the contest a little bit. So you mentioned that your mom read it in TV Guide, which great. My I was a big TV Guide family for myself. So what exactly was the contest? Like, what were, do you, like, what do you remember about um, what the object of it was and what the prize was? Yeah, so, you know, speaking of the prize, that's actually a funny portion to this whole story. Um, yeah. I uh, we I used to live in California. That's where I was born. And then we had moved out to Oklahoma. Mm. And my mom still had her TV Guide subscription that she loved, even though it was kind of phasing out. You know, it wasn't really a thing anymore. Yeah. We didn't really use it in Oklahoma that much. But she read about this contest and it was literally called like write your own episode of Arthur the contest or not not the contest. I apologize. It was write your own episode of Arthur. Yes. Um um read it, she brought it to me and said, Oh my God, Holly, you should enter this, you know, you you like Arthur, you watch it and I said, Mom, like no, I'm not a writer, <laughs> for one. Um, I'm eight and I just don't see, you know, even at eight years old I still had this concept of there's and millions of people, you know, everywhere in this world. There's no way this little girl in Canadian, Oklahoma could ever win. So why on earth would I enter it? Mm-hmm. And so I sat on the idea for a little bit. My mom kind of kept poking at me. It was probably like a week that went by. And I finally, as a joke, um, said, you know what? I'm going to write a story. And I'm going to say that Arthur and his friends enter a contest. And I'm going to put the little play on it that it doesn't matter, you know, who wins or loses or anything like that. It's just about playing the game. Like, that's the best part. Mm. And so my mom took it and said, oh, my God, like, we're, in, you know, sending this in. And I was like, okay. You know, and to me, it was still a joke. At the time, um, speaking of prize, I didn't know what the prize was. It didn't, it didn't go into detail as to what it was. It just basically said you get to write your own episode of Arthur. So we didn't even know what all it entailed. But um, it was a while after, um, it was a long time after, my mom received a phone call and they had said, um, my mom's name is Cookie. Um, they said, <laughs> Cookie, you, you didn't fill out the paper um, that says that Holly doesn't get any prize money and also does not get, um, you know, benefits later from the show mm-hmm. and my mom said okay well how do I go about that and you know at the time this was 1998 I we didn't have a fax machine at the house so they said you know if you could get that to us as soon as possible that'd be really great and my mom just said okay I don't know why this is such a big deal I mean this was literally almost a year after I had submitted it yeah and so um my mom runs to like the nearest Staples which was like 25 miles away in another <laughs> town and she faxed it in, and the second the fax went through, um, 
well, actually, let me go back. My mom got off the phone call and said, I, you won. And I said, no, I didn't. And she said, <laughs> why would they ask me that and have me send a form mm-hmm. if it didn't matter? You know what I mean? And so, I mean, the second she sent it, um, they called and they said, you've won. And um, basically, it was like they were going to take my concept, you know, that I had written, make an episode from it. So I did not write the thing line for line, clearly. Um but I think it's really cool how they adapted it into the fact, you know, like I'm thinking if somebody else won and didn't have my story, how would they have incorporated, you know, the mm-hmm. other runner up yeah. story? So I think that's really clever how they did it um, and was able to showcase them as well. You know what I mean? Because um, I, don't, I don't know how they would have done it before. Well, and it's it's so cool to hear that like this was your idea. Like we were so curious for a mm-hmm. long time, and I, I I think that extends to like everybody listening to this to, to this episode right now, and, and the greater Arthur fandom of just like because it took place before you know the internet was a big thing. There's yeah. so much information about like how this episode came about. So you were kind of. Like, you, you were almost meta before meta. Like, the, Arthur has definitely gotten self-reflexive in the time that it's been on air. But yours is one of the examples where it's, like, it's really looking inward. And uh, all of these, the style parodies in the show, and, of course, you mentioned That's that it. the idea of them doing the contest was your idea. I think that was really clever. I do. And I, I tell my mom that all the time. I'm like, I don't think I would have won. You know, I think part of it was the fact that I was able to give an idea that gave them the potential, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. to incorporate their stories because I was so happy. Like, I didn't know until the show aired, you know, what all was in it. Um, <laughs> a film crew actually came out from New York um, to little Canadian Oklahoma. <laughs> but a lot of the um, kind of daily things that went on with me and conversations we had also were incorporated into the episode. Okay. Um, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, I think that... I, I, I'll speak for myself here, but, like, not only... To find out that... And at, the, at the end of the episode, the character in the show literally says Holly Holland. And you get to have, like, several of the Arthur characters say Holly Holland. Like, call you by your name. And, of course, you, you are featured in the uh, Word From Us Kids. But, like, tell me... I, I want to get into your memories uh, about what it was like to create, like to be filmed for the show. But first of all, like, what did it feel like to have like the TV say your name, so to speak, in such a direct way and in a way that like I can't think of too many other cartoon shows that would like say a kid's name. It's one thing if you're featured on yeah. the news or something, but this is like this is an internationally. Uh, this is an international program that is still beloved today, and they said your name. Like that's you can go back to the episode and and, and watch it now, and they still say Holly Holland. And unfortunately, the best answer I can give you is that it's actually twofold. Okay. Um, because for one, it was really cool. You know, I'm yes. this nine year old girl that wrote an episode a year ago, and I was told that I won, but I hadn't, you know, we didn't get to see an episode yet until obviously way later, because they had to come out and film and do the things um, first. But in that time period, after they filmed, um, you know, my picture was put in TV Guide, like I was the winner, and I was this little girl 
in a national, you know, magazine. It was really cool. Mm -hmm. um, and then, like, my local newspaper in McAllister, you know, wrote a whole story on me. Um, the Tulsa paper, you know, which is a big city in Oklahoma, mm -hmm. wrote another story on me. And so it was really cool. It felt really cool. Um, the twofold part to this is, is that it got really scary, okay, too, so um, because it was the 90s. And we had a national television program saying my first and last name and where I lived. Mm. Um, and so that gets really scary, you know. And I think that was probably why when you first reach out to me, to be honest, it just gets a little like, oh, my gosh, you know, because everybody right. knows your name and they know exactly where you live. And um, when I tell you how small my town is, um, I went to school. My, my graduating class was 19 kids. So, I mean everybody knew everybody you know yes um and so it just got a little scary we got a lot of mail and not necessarily threats but just weird mail you know mm. and since we are in such a small town you could just send it there and the, it would come to us you know what i mean you didn't even need an address because it was such a small town you know our, our mail guy knew so it just it was great but it just kind of had its its crazy moments too because it was the 90s you know what i mean i think yes i don't think they probably realized it either when they did all of that and they may have done it differently but in recent years, um, it's been brought to light to me by lots of my friends, um, the different like Reddit threads that are out there and different things. And it is kind of cool. Um, it's, it's cool that people still are like, I wonder what ever happened to that little girl, you know, and they actually remember you. And mm -hmm. it is kind of cool. But I do realize now in speaking with you, I don't think I've ever thought of that, that people didn't actually know what the con, you know, like how it actually came about. Like you just saw this little girl in the middle that won, but I don't think, yeah, they ever really explain how that came about. So I'm kind of glad that I'm getting to tell you. Yeah, I'm glad you're getting to say it as well. And like I said, it's just that it's a combination of the fact that for us, Arthur aired at a time where it's like it all kind of seemed like magic of like, you know, even down to like, I uh, again, I'll only speak for myself. Maybe some kids saw through this. But for me, it was like, <laughs> wow, like, how do you even make a cartoon? It's like, oh, you draw it. It's like, no, you don't. It's like, it's like magic. And then when like a real person appears in the cartoon or they say the real person's name, it's like, but how? How does the cartoon know that, like, real people exist? And it kind of persists into the fact that, like, I don't think there's a lot of big record keeping for even a show as big as Arthur. Like, and I think it was just, it was right at that time, as I said before, where the internet was still very nascent and new. Perfect. I'm sure you could really dig around and, like, talk to, I, I have friends who have talked to people who have written for the show and, uh, and, and been part of the crew but there's still a degree of it there it's like i'm not a hundred percent we have like educated guesses so to be able to to get your experience is really really something important and i it's it's interesting that you said of course that there was the equal parts good and not so good attention that's actually something that um catherine who i also spoke to for this episode uh she was also a little leery in her um, uh, in her 30s now of just like, yeah, I said my full name on the show and my parents' names and where I lived. And it's like, yeah, Holly, you are, you, you know, if you watch the segment now, it's like, it really is. That's a snapshot of your life. And so I can oh. imagine that, like, it's just... I don't, yeah. I, th I really think, and you you kind of mentioned this as well, they definitely would have done this differently now, just it, purely from a privacy standpoint. It's just wild how different things used to be. I mean, yeah, we went in my classroom. Like, you met some of my friends, you know what I mean, and their names as well, and mm -hmm. you got to see all the things I did in my free time. And, yeah, it just got a little scary. Um, 
we had received a letter in the mail that was anonymous, but it said everything about my daily life. You know what I mean? And we mm, were like, oh, yeah. from so like, you know what I mean? It was somebody saying they knew us, but they didn't. Um, and I think they were wanting to like meet us, you know, in a way, but it just came off a little more scary, you know, than, yes. than a fan yeah. per se. They would do it differently now. Obviously a lot has evolved, you know, in, in 20 years time. So I'm sure they would do it differently. Well, and this is something I mentioned to Catherine as well, where it's like, it was really strange to talk to her at first because speaking for my, for myself, I like when I was growing up, I was so like literally obsessed with Arthur that I could, I memorized entire episodes back and forth. So like I had it committed to memory when speaking to Catherine where it's like, I know what your mom's and dad's names are. Because it's just up there in my memory. And the same with, like, oh, I've never forgotten Holly Holland of Canadian Oklahoma. Because it's just, like, it just was part of my brain for such a long time. And then you, you I think you're dealing with a lot of people who have, maybe not an obsession, but just have a similar really strong interest with Arthur. But maybe, yeah. in, in some cases... Um, don't know where the appropriate line is. So I'm I'm happy that, you know, nothing really terrible happened, but I can understand that it's taking a little bit of the good with the bad. I wanted to just uh, follow up as well. Are there any other significant memories of taping the A Word From Us Kids part? Like, just in terms of the experience of having basically a day in your life taped for, for Arthur and filmed? Yeah, um, it was really cool. The film crew said that they were coming out from New York, and of course, we immediately freaked because we lived in a little trailer in Canadian Oklahoma, which is the size of nothing. And we were <laughs> like, where are these people going to stay, you know? So they actually had to stay in a hotel that was about 15 miles down the road from my house. Oh. Um, and so they stayed with us for, I mean, stayed around us and stay in our trailer, um, but for a week, you know, and they came to my school a couple of days and just made sure that they were kind of going through our days. And that was really cool. But the whole school basically shut down, you know what I mean? For me to film this because the school was so tiny, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, like when you see the school behind us in that words from a, or a word from me <laughs> um, <laughs> segment, it's literally that, like, that's my classroom. Like there's literally what 12 or 13 of us. And then behind you see the school and that's it. Like you're not missing anything else. It's, it's tiny. Mm. Um, and so it caused a few fights among my friends because I got to pick, you know, three people that got to come play basketball with me at my house. Um, and so it was cool, but it, yet again, there was some good with the bad. Um, mm -hmm. They joked a lot with me. They were really good with me because obviously I'm not a child actor. Um, so they kept saying, you know, quit looking at the, like, quit looking at the camera. <laughs> mm -hmm. Look at us. And I'm like, I can't do this. You know, the take that is... Um, where I say, now do you get it? And I'm like on my bed. Um, it, I swear we shot that probably a hundred times and I could not get it right to save my life. So finally they're like, we're done. Like this is, And I'm like, why are you trying to make this perfect? Because it's not gonna get you know any better than what you're getting. Um, but there are a few things. Um, I remember I, hearing the episode that you guys did about that episode, the contest. Um, there's a time in there where you guys talk about how it says five years later, dot, 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 you know, yes. and it goes and the kids look huge. A lot of that was kind of um, about my life because it took the time frame from when I entered the contest to when we actually, you know, they told me I won and they came out and filmed was a long time. Like oh. it was literally 
a year and a half to maybe two years. Um, and then I didn't even see it for even longer. So it was kind of a running joke with us the whole time they were here. Um, so much time had elapsed, but it took them a lot, you know, to go through all the stories and make sure that everything was good. Um, and then the reason the kids are like bigger is because at my school, you know, we had preschool through 12th grade, you know, in the same building. Mm -hmm. And so those kids, even though it was a little bit of time, I mean, they looked huge to me. So we, they just kept making fun of me throughout the day filming, you know, because <laughs> all these kids were huge, but they were my friends, you know, um, even though they weren't. Um, <laughs> another one was when, oh my gosh, what did you talk about? Um, oh, the part where they say she must be related to somebody. That was another thing to my life because as they were in Canadian filming, everybody knows everybody. So it was a running joke. Every time, you know, we'd drive anywhere with them, we'd wave and they'd be like, you know them too. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> we're probably <laughs> related. Um, you know, so it was just a running joke. So it, it was really cool to see the you know, the whole episode later that had so many little things, you know, from my life that I know a lot of other people don't get, you know, or you can make assumptions of what it means. But but it meant a lot to me that they did, you know, piece it together in that way for me. That's really cool. And that's even yeah. stuff that I would never have assumed was taken from real life. I almost would have thought they're like, oh, yeah, they just thought of something. But that's even that's even better to know that they took inspiration from just the time that they spent with you and applied it to the show. Um, I wanted to to move forward a little bit, and I think this is a good time to just talk about. So you you, you mentioned how following your time filming the show and being featured on it, you know, there you did receive some attention, and that attention, you know, comes in bits and starts to this very day. With you know, you search Holly Holland Arthur, and there's the one like the second hit or something is a Reddit thread, as you mentioned. Mm -hmm. What what is your relationship with Arthur the show now and how do you remember your time with it like did it go through different periods uh in terms of how like how you thought about being featured on it like did you watch more of the show or did you just like I just like to know how this how this changed your relationship with the Arthur show if at all yeah so um you know through high school it kind of, I don't want to say got put on the back burner, but it did to an extent because it was still that scary time where I was in high school, you know, and Facebook was starting to become a thing yeah. um, towards my year. Um, my parents completely locked down my Facebook. I wasn't really allowed to have one because the second I opened one, we got flooded with messages. And I say really? we because my parents were on it. Yes. Um, some good messages, some crazy, um, you know, just weird things that in my teenage mind, I didn't need to be dealing with, you know, um, yeah. and I'm sure that's, what, you know, any st child star that's on TV, not saying that I'm one, but, you know, any any kid that's on TV, I'm sure, you know, they don't have social media for that reason, um, or at least their parents are over it. Um, and so then once I got into college, um, I went to the University of Oklahoma, and it was weird because I actually had a girl in one of my classes recognize me. Um, the reason she did is because we were doing an assignment together and I wrote my name at the top of the paper mm -hmm. and she kind of took a back and she was like, what? And I was like, <laughs> what? And she said, are you, are you, and she like, couldn't say it. And then she's like, are you Holly Holland from Arthur? And I was like, oh, geez. <laughs> like, where do I go with this? Like, do I say yes? Do I not? Well, she was a super fan, loved it. She asked if I would like autograph some things for her family and like her brother and sister. And of course I did with no, you know, 
Um, no doubt. I just did it quickly. Um, but other than that, I mean, through college, it was kind of one of those things where, you know, when you go into the classroom and it's your first day and they're like, go around the room and say something cool about you or say a fact that nobody would know, you know, yeah. I always used that. That was my fact, you know, <laughs> and people would just be like, yeah, right. You know, but I was also at that age where everybody knew what Arthur was, you know? So even in my college yeah. years, people knew what Arthur was. They're like, you're lying. Um, and then they'd look it up and they'd see. And so through college, it was kind of just a cool thing. And then yet again, it kind of faded off. And then um, recently, I've kind of tried, started to do more of those TikToks that, you know, say, you know, they, they'll never know. And then it like fades back to your face. Right. You know, on the show. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I've gotten a few people say it's kind of cool, but they haven't, you know, it, it hasn't really became a thing. But I, I like people to know now. I mean, I think it is cool. And I want people to know that I am a person and, and I'm not, you know, some crazy star or whatever, but I, I don't mind sharing the story, you know, of, of how it went and how cool of an experience it was. I'm really glad that you have good memories of it because it is like, it's just, I still think about it just like it is from the outside. It just seems really cool. And you were always, I think, you know, going through the show, Lucas and I, from very early on, we were just like, man, I'd love to talk to one of these kids. And then once we got to your episode, we're just like, this would be like the person to talk to because you were your your appearance on the show is so much more involved. As you mentioned earlier, it's like it's not a word from us kids. It's a word from Holly Holland of Canadian Oklahoma. So it was you have such an interesting in to the show that we've spent the last several years uh, really talking about. Um, and of course, I'm. I imagine that interest can, can continue to drum up because this year is the year that Arthur ended it. And now, as I oh, mentioned, as I mentioned before, it's like you're a part of that story in in your own way, in a very direct way, as opposed to a lot of us fans who you know supported it and watched it and still talk about it to this day. You were directly a part of it. So I wondered if you had any thoughts or feelings about Arthur ending its run as a cartoon on PBS? I mean, I, I was really sad um, because I do think it is a very great show and I think um, it teaches kids a lot, you know. Um, I, I learned a lot from it. Um, and they gave me one of the coolest experiences of my life, you know. Mm, I, I got yeah. to experience something not a lot of kids get to experience, you know. Um, at the time, I don't think I noticed how cool it was until later. And now I have friends that are like, you do realize that's a really cool thing, right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I, I guess it was. And I'll be honest, um, you know, I'm 32 now. And I look back and I'm like, who would ever want to, like, uh, when the episodes air, like back before, you know, this year of the, you know, it ending, when the episode aired, my episode, I would know because I would get like 50 new ads on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, right want to be and I just had to stop adding people because it gets scary you know I don't I'm I'm not a big time celebrity so I don't know who you guys are and I can't just add you know for you to follow me because it is my personal life you know of course yeah. um um but then now being 32 and like hearing your episode I, I literally listened to it the other night when I was driving back um from my contract and it was one of honestly <laughs> the coolest feelings to hear you say that um, about me saying, wow, I would just love to talk to her. That's so cool. And it just, it just really impacted me. And that's why I was like, I have to go on this podcast because why not? You know, and, and you being such a big Arthur fan, um, I get it. And it is cool. And so why not give you a little bit of my time to give you more insight on it? Um, I am sad that Arthur ended, but 
I do think all good things do have to come to an end. Mm-hmm. Um, I think 25 years, I think that's a good number. I think that's probably the best time to do it. So while it is sad, um, I'm also getting older too. So it's probably, you know, I wouldn't watch it as much now anyways. So yeah. better before it just dies out and goes to something not so great. Well, I will say, I know that you're not somebody who is necessarily, um, you know, in the, in the public eye, so to speak, but I, it really is something here. Like, I'm literally, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for Canadian Oklahoma, and you are one of two <laughs> notable people. It's you it's you and Charles F. Carey Jr., who was in World War II, and you're above him in this paragraph. No, I just, I don't know who did that, and my sister-in-law brings that up all the time. She always <laughs> says, but are one of the notable people of Canadian Oklahoma and it is funny it's like I'm on a Wikipedia page you know I have an IMDB page like what what like really what are these things you know yes uh, my brother also has made some films so mm. um uh, you know and through college and different things so I've been you know noted in his films and then I think they tried to merge them I'm not really sure I didn't pay too much attention mm-hmm. um it wasn't at the top of my list but it is crazy um i recently in the past year people have said you know there's reddit threads about you and i'm like what like that just doesn't it kind of boggles your mind because you you forget about it you don't think about it anymore but it's weird to know that people are still thinking about that want to know what that little girl you know is doing nowadays well and i I do want to affirm that because in building up helping to build up a community of Arthur fans through our podcast, but through other methods as well that have naturally sprung up over the past few years, especially a few years ago when the Arthur memes really exploded. There has been like a desire to get to know the people who, as I said before, were directly involved with the show. And I think you have been absolutely requested as like an interview for years now from our listeners of just like you should track down holly holland and like there is a real desire to know not just what it was like to be there but also get an idea of who you were and who you are now so when you were on arthur that was some 20 plus years ago um Mm -hmm. you're you and i were different people than when we were eight and nine years old watching the show or being on it in some cases so what i'd just love to know and i'm sure our listeners would as well what is what is the life of holly holland like like what if what if you um what are you doing these days well, it is so funny that you bring this up because I always think back to that episode and, you know, when they do now a word from us kids, they, they want to get to know the kids, right? And kind of mm-hmm. know what they're doing. And you go through my whole life at that time. You got a snapshot of literally my life of what yeah. I did in a whole week, you know? And, but we never talk about like what I aspired to be, you know, or what I, what I wanted to grow up and do. Um, so I've always found that kind of funny that you, you got me as a little kid, but yeah, you don't know what I'm up to now. Um, I, I went to college. I really wanted to do the sports medicine route. Um, and that kind of just fizzled out. And now I'm a registered nurse. And so I travel, um, I'm an ER nurse and I live with my boyfriend still in Oklahoma. Um, and we have dogs and we, we love it. (laughs) That's what, (laughs) what I do now. And I'm probably just going to put in a little plug for myself. Um, I do have a resin shop. Um, so I am resin nurse Holly. And you can find me on all platforms. Um, but if people do want to get to know me more, um, that's the way that they kind of can um, is through those platforms. Fantastic! You actually you beat me to my last question. Can you can you just uh, <laughs> s- spell it? Can you just spell it again? Uh, resin 
R-E-S-I-N, nurse, and then my name, Holly. It's all one word, um, but I make resin keychains and, and stuff like that. Um, but I also talk a little bit about nursing from time to time on that, um, and I usually open it up for, like, general questions, anybody that wants to know anything about nursing or anything about resin business. Um, I'm here to help, and I'm sure if they had Arthur questions, I would answer those as well. <laughs> Holly, it's been really great talking to you, and I'm just so pleased in both in both of the interviews for this episode. There's, I'm I'm really glad to see that both you and Catherine both have lingering positive memories of your time here, and I certainly hope that if anybody continues to reach out to you, that it's respectfully and uh i want to say on behalf of myself and lucas and our uh community here at elwood city limits thank you so much for for taking the time um i also if 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 you don't mind um just i since you have mentioned that you're a nurse i'm sure that you have been working very very hard the past couple of years after the onset of the COVID 19 pandemic i i imagine i imagine of course, yes. Yeah, and so I want to say thank you for that, and I am sure that everybody listening joins in because we, you know, 2020 and even more so now, considering that we're still in the middle of this, we want to thank you for everything that you're doing on your end. Thank you, and we're so glad to hear from you. Well, no worries. Thank you so much. I appreciate you reaching out again because... Um as you can tell it was a little bit of apprehension um but i now know that 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 shouldn't have been there in the first place and um i do i mean these last few years have been very tough um but i think i want to thank everybody you know out there who has done the things you know worn the mask and gotten the vaccine and done the things that would help um because it's only made my life just a little bit easier you know at certain yeah. times um and so i appreciate the thanks um it's it's not necessary because it is my job and i do love it um, I love caring for people. So it's been rough, but um, this interview made things a little bit better. It was nice to hear from you. And I, I did enjoy reflecting on my time um, with Arthur. Hey, everyone. Quick editor's note that I wanted to add here. I totally forgot during the interview. If you couldn't tell, I was a little starstruck. But I forgot to ask Holly very important questions. So I sent her a message and she says, my favorite Arthur character is DW because I can totally relate to her. I have an older brother and I always annoyed him and wanted to be around him and his friends. And as for favorite episode, she says, I didn't have a favorite episode until mine came out. Thanks to Holly Holland and Catherine Dorr for their time and their experiences and memories being on Arthur. Were you ever on Arthur? Were you in a Word From Us Kids segment? Or were you featured in any other live action segment? Maybe a Postcards from Buster segment? We would love to hear from you. If you'd like to talk about your time on the show, any memories that you have, and what your feelings are about Arthur, please contact us. We are Elwood City Limits on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, and you can email us, elwoodcitylimits at gmail.com. We would love to be able to broadcast your experiences being on Arthur to the fans of Arthur and the rest of the world, if you're willing to share them. My name is Will Young, and for my co-host, Lucas Mancini, thank you for listening to and supporting Elwood City Limits. We'll see you next time.